Hey everyone, welcome to episode 162. Thanks again for liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, leaving a comment, leaving some stars, audio, video, YouTube, wherever, wherever you are, wherever you're at. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's get into it. Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 ho, ho, ho. What's going on? Welcome to episode 162 of the podcast. Another short but sweet, hard hitting joint, joint, joint. Um, I, again, we've got some links. I break down. I get deep into bento talk. <laughs> um, we talk about, you know, um, I, I, I give a public service announcement <laughs> for the Japanese government <laughs> as well. And, and a few other things, a few other sidebars. But, you know, some more rambling, you know, for, for you guys who enjoy it and for you you guys who don't like it hey sorry my bad that's just the way we're riding right now so <laughs> so all right whatever enjoy that's terrible rendition of the song that i'm thinking about don't do it higher baby get higher baby and don't ever come down free base don't do it <laughs> uh white lines i'm thinking about white lines mm. white lines blow away well we're not really talking about cocaine but this episode we are talking about drugs welcome to episode 162 of the podcast i'm back in effect again audio people video people everybody people um Welcome back. I completely forgot to record the the intro, so I got to try to remember to do it at the end of the podcast. But um, mm. Mm. drinking some Yona Yona again. This is like the only beer. I, this is this is literally like I, I drink beer. Like, what did I drink last? Okay, I drank beer and sake in the last episode. Great episode, by the way. Uh, listening back to it, I was really um happy with the information, just the banter and all that. Uh, so a lot longer than I expected. Uh, Rod, thanks again for the comment. I read it. I didn't have, I didn't log into my computer to reply to what you, you know, but yeah, I will be a rambling if the ramblings ramble. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if, if it's ramble worthy, I'll ramble about it on this episode as well. I'll just let it fly. If not, I'll just continue watching the movie I'm watching. Major League starring Charlie Sheen, um, Wesley Snipes. And the Allstate man, I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> and Bob, Bob Ubert, Ugert, Ugert, I believe. I, I love his voice um, from back in the day. I used to love that movie back in the day. Hopefully, Major League Two premieres here in Japan on Netflix. It's funny because actually, um, I watched Major League Two. I remember I watched Major League Two when I was a kid uh, several times, you know, in the early 90s. And it was a great movie, made me laugh so fucking much. And then years later, I watched the original Major League. So a lot of the jokes from the first one, I just completely didn't get. Um, but it was just a great movie, great series, great miniseries. Um, that would be a, a movie I would love to see a reboot of. Uh, but but yeah, yeah. So I'm just watching the original again. 
excuse me. So um, I'm halfway through that. So, but but I was I was thinking, should I record tonight? Should I record tomorrow night? I bought beer, you know, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll record tonight. Mm. Again, fishing for topics. Um, there's one news story that just popped up on Japan today that I gotta talk about and I gotta give my two cents on which if you check the description you'll probably know what it is but but I'm gonna save that for the end just because that's probably gonna be you know after I get get this I got one more I got a, a Aoni beer in the fridge so you know if I get through both these I ate a lot for dinner so uh, a lot of bread and some shit um everyone's out of the house so we we got some um we just we just got some um like pastry sandwiches kind of thing really really well done japanese from this really nice sandwich shop near one of the stations where i live and so my wife i was, I was at first i was like i'm not hungry or whatever and my wife was just bought a bunch of shit and it was all really good i was like oh shit this is actually really fucking good this is really good too it was like i ate like four fucking sandwiches you know but it's like not even like a sliced bread sandwich it's like properly done sandwiches like i had had some curry pond just like curry bread and some shit i think i have some cheese in there too i tasted some cheese you know just like um fucking karaage like uh fried chicken ball nuggets kind of um sandwich with some egg and some other shit in there mm, primo and then there is a um whatchamacallit um uh, um, minced katsu sandwich again. I just punished that whole thing, uh, you know, which is good, really fucking good. Uh, and then the last one, it was like this weird fruit sandwich again. You get these weird fruit combinations, like you know, in Japan. Like, I would have never thought of putting like fruit inside a sandwich bread sandwich bread but it works when it works man and and um this one was working i, I looked at it <laughs> it was the last thing there because you know i ate everything else like everyone was asleep uh, my wife passed out my son passed out they were busy all day so like everyone passed out already and so you know i was like i ate most of the shit and i was like kind of full and then there's a sandwich with like some jam and some fruit. I mean, well, technically there's jam in it, so it kind of makes sense. But there's fruit and cream, nama cream, which is like whipped cream in there. You know, Japanese whipped cream. There's a whipped cream, you know. But, you know, when someone's looking at this thing, there's, I think there's a pear poking out of there or something like that. I'm just like, I don't really trust this thing. <laughs> you know, but but um, I was just like, ah, fuck it. I, was, I can't just eat everything and leave like one half piece of like fruit sandwich there you know it sounds weird saying fruit sandwich but, but that's what it is it's a fucking fruit sandwich it's weird I, I can't even describe it. when you come to japan you'll see what the fuck i'm talking about i don't trust convenience store fruit sa sandwiches or fruits in them like if you got like sandwich bread and like some whipped cream with a strawberry poking out i'm not really feeling that so i don't have the balls to really like eat that shit some people who come to japan like one of my friends from college um came to japan and uh she swore by it she was like it's so good and i was like you go ahead and eat that shit i ain't touching that but <laughs> hmm. to each his own it's just my you know biases but you know maybe i'm just completely fucking wrong because i ate this pear jelly jam whatever the fuck whipped cream sandwich <laughs> and this shit was really good like the bread was nice it just all went it just worked you know so um, I might have to fucking rethink my whole life now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, but, but yeah, so, so 
I'm fucking full and you know I'm drinking beer so but whatever like you know whatever whatever come on now it's, I'm living my life I'm living my I'm living my best life out fuck terrible okay um smile bitch I think that's the song little Duval little Duval uh, my wife says I'm just terrible at like uh, <laughs> she gets so pissed off at me. Like every time, <laughs> every time, like, I'm like, you know that song? I just start singing it. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, she's just like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, she just gets so mad at me. <laughs> and you can see why, right? I just completely failed twice at trying to like replica replicate a song. I know I'm terrible at it, but in my head, it sounds so good, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, and I like singing, so... I know what it sounds like in my head and like, fuck what everyone else thinks. I'm just enjoying singing it. So, hey, you know, I'm living my best life. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is this bullshit. All right. Mm. So let me get into it because, um, yeah, I do kind of want to make this a short episode. I got work tomorrow. I got a full day of work tomorrow. And um, I got a few topics I want to get through. Um, especially the last one, I want to spend a little bit of time on that one. So I'm, let's let's plow through these. Okay. So again, um, similar to the to the previous episode, just the algorithm and some some shit that I compiled from from throughout the week, and I'm just gonna go through it. Not too many topics, but you know, we'll see where it goes. Right. All right. So first up, we've got uh, a video in. I mean, th this is not necessarily in this order. I'm just letting you know, but. Um, in the description, the links, the appropriate links will be there. Uh, so how train bentos were, are made. Uh, yeah, just, again, this is a product of the algorithm. I, I scanned through it. I think it's a pretty interesting video, but it does similar to the, uh, couple of the links from the previous week, let you see the precision, you know, of, uh, Japanese work ethic when it works at its best. Another thing to really notice is, you know, the dedication to work, you know, the person talked about not really taking breaks that much. And they just like, you can just see the person like, just, I don't know how the fuck they do that shit. Cause like, just, you know, <clears throat> making, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting tired watching this person make bentos for like 30 seconds. Like, they're doing this shit for hours at a time, like with no fucking break, like damn, you know, in a fucking like clean suit, like head to toe. I don't know how the fuck they do it. I think one of my students used to do that shit and, you know, she said it was pretty rough, but, mm, you know, to each his own, like whoever can do it, if they want to dedicate themselves to, to making high quality bentos, more power to them. You make them, I'm going to eat them. You know, um, not only tr train JR bentos, but there are kind of levels to bentos when you, when you are here. You kind of know when you're getting like a budget bento and when you're getting like a high quality bento. But when you're getting like a super supreme bento, I've had several bentos where I'm like, damn, this is like some high quality ass shit. Generally, price does. Okay, I can talk about bento price points. Generally, price does dictate the level uh, the level of the bento you're gonna have like hmm. like the robot the robot restaurant r.i.p the robot restaurants close probably permanently um just because like tourists aren't coming back anytime soon so you know unless they get like a cash injection like eh, that's r.i.p to that one but um but yeah like let's take the bottom of the barrel like if you google 
robot restaurant. I'm not going to look it up because it's some bullshit. I've seen it before. It just pisses me off. If you Google like robot restaurant in Tokyo um, and you just look at robot restaurant Bento, which is B-E-N-T-O, once again, B-E-N-T-O, you'll see like that Bento or lunchbox is probably, it should be under 500 yen, right? A sub 500 yen Bento is going to be bare bones like don't it looks kind of rough man you're like fuck i'm uh, you know like that's when the funds are short you talk about you know you gotten to eat, eat having to eat curry every day and if you're lucky you might luck up on like a, a shitty ass bento for under 500 yen unless it's like an on sale bento which is like a mid-priced bento which is going to be between 5,000 yen five i'm sorry not 5,000 500 yen to um 1,000 i put that as like a standard bento price probably on the upper you know hundreds 800 900 would be like decent quality bento you know seven 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 eight nine would be decent quality bento you know um yeah in general that's probably the quality of what you're going to find not only in convenience stores convenience stores sometimes can be pretty shitty like a upper like a, a supermarket bento you know something that might be kind of well put together with at least a little bit of care you know maybe shopping center or something like that you might get one of those right that's gonna be like a standard kind of price range that you get for my lunch you know if i do go bento recently i go sandwiches again i'll talk about it just saves me a few hundred yen which is like a few bucks and you know calorie count as well um so and it gets the job done you know so um all in all like yeah i, I just you know every now and then i'll go for uh like a full-on bento but generally i try and keep it under 800 yen under about eight bucks u.s equivalent uh so yeah like seven is i think is a good number for your bento lunch 700 yen um yeah and that's and again that's all inclusive right you got the rice you got the main dish you got side dish you got some little whatever the fuck little trinkets on the side or whatever <laughs> whatever you're gonna need like you should eat one of those and you'll you should feel like satisfied right and and, and again so you can pay 700 yen or seven dollars for mcdonald's or you can pay 700 yen for a lunchbox the longer you're here i would inc- i'll just encourage you to get in the habit of getting a fucking lunchbox man you'll feel a lot better you know like in an hour you know um you'll feel a lot better because there's more food like my father there's food value you know <laughs> mm. so then above a thousand is i put another level like if i want to do a premium bento like in where i eat lunch yeah i'll go 900 yen but thousand yen is kind of like the borderline it's like you know you're crossing into premium territory when you go over a thousand yen for a bento right um i mean because it's like 10 bucks right so so if you're gonna pay that much you might as well sit down in a restaurant and eat something proper you know if you got the time so if not just go for like a standard price bento right it's really not gonna be that much i mean worth it i mean like unless and i would put that range between 1000 and 2000 yen generally from what i've seen 
then you're going to get more premium, quote unquote, Japanese premium products. You know, it, whether it is or it isn't, it, you know, it's kind of up to you. But generally, generally, and for me, it's not really worth it for volume because you get more premium ingredients, more fancy names and food combinations and whatnot. But you get a smaller size. Right. So that's the that's the trade off. And of course, like in Japan, quality is much more valuable than quantity. So for a Japanese, just an average Japanese person, you know, who wants a quality quality thing they might quality bento they might be more willing to go in that territory me you know i don't want to just eat a couple of bites of some premium ass bento and still be hungry so that's why i stay generally in the sub uh 1000 yen range but so so i kind of tend to avoid the um yeah, thousand to two thousand. It just depends on where you're buying it from. In my experience, like the near one thousand, you you can still get a good amount of volume. But when you start going to like fifteen, you know, a one thousand five hundred shit like that, like you gotta kind of be careful on your choices and really take volume into consideration because it might be something that looks really fancy and looks really good, but it just tastes like all right, and then you know. It might be like Wagyu, a few sprinkles of Wagyu in there, but you can't really taste it. And it's just like this fucking big. And you're just like, fuck, I just wasted a bunch of money and I feel like shit for, for eating this. And I got to go buy something else. Right. I've, I've been down that road. So um, just be careful in, in that kind of little bit higher range. And then you got like, I think anything over 2000 yen is kind of more super premium bentos. Then you got Wagyu in there. You got shrimp. You got a whole bunch of craziness going on. Occasionally, you know, I've been in that super premium bento kind of light or even might be 1500 and over it might be 1000 i might want to say 1000 yeah 2000 is a bit pricey i say let me retract what i said 1000 to 1500 would be the little bit premium range and anything over 1500 would be like super premium in my experience and you know that's when i think you get the ingredients and you also get the volume and you're you're full it feels like a proper fucking meal but again like it's still a lunchbox so you could have just went to a restaurant if you can do that, you know, but but on occasion, I wouldn't do that every day. But on occasion, like it, it does feel good. You know, like if someone my wife says, here you go, this is a great mental place. Boom. And it's just like, oh, shit, you blessed me. You know, it, it does feel nice. It does feel nice on occasion. So um, but but generally speaking, you know, just pay trust me pay the extra money for stay around the 700 yen range don't go sub 500 if you can help it because sometimes that's just rough if it's on sale it's fine right if it's on sale it's fine but you can luck up on like a 50 percent off joint you know for about three four hundred yen and then at the end of the day at a supermarket and you will be happy about it mm. and if you haven't heard me say before generally that goes down after five o'clock all right so um, that's that. But go ahead and check out how it's made. And, you know, that's a little bit, a few gems on you. Um, a TV show that I, I was kind of iffy about. I only watched like I haven't even finished watching the full fucking episode of it. I'm not going to officially recommend this show. I was scoping it out for its potential, but I'm not sure I'll make it through the show. Actually, you know, um, my motivation for watching it just kind of went down just because the people on there were kind of annoying me. <laughs> But uh, is uh, Konmari's cleanup show? I forgot the fucking name of it. It's like a Japanese title, whatever. Um, but basically, Konmari, this lady, she's like the cleaning goddess of Japan. Kind of, she loves cleaning. She's really like a demure, you know, conservative, 
you know, elegant Japanese lady and she just loves, she got a fetish for cleaning shit. So she became really popular over here about, I'd say 10 years ago, maybe. And, you know, she wrote a book. She has her whole cleaning philosophy and things like that. And so, you know, in her push abroad, like they made a Netflix show about her. And in my initial thoughts would be, it would be a real fish out of water show. Like, you know, watching like, because you see foreign people coming to Japan quite a bit, right? And seeing how they interact in those type of situations. And, you know, it's, it's entertaining. It's interesting for people to see, oh, wow, they're in Shibuya. Oh, wow, they're in Harajuku, blah, 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 blah. But in this situation, I was interested to see how a person like her would interact, you know, living in or not living, interacting in America, for example, with um, around American people, average American people who aren't really like out of their element. They're like in entrenched in their lives. But the people there the first couple was just annoying as fuck so i just kind of stopped watching it really so um i can't really speak 100 percent on it but um but yeah give it give it a try if, if you're into that type of shit and you know see what it, what it, what it is let me make sure i'm still recording <laughs> sorry okay uh, i feel like i feel like the camera's a little bit high but if it, if it, it might be a little bit high but if it's not I don't, I don't know i don't know whatever whatever i'm just i'm just letting this shit roll so youtube people if you if you're only seeing like my eyebrows <laughs> my bad but i think i should be okay hmm. but yeah um i put a link maybe a trailer for it or something like that in there a few days ago but go ahead check that one out um the next one is a pretty interesting one i actually watched this whole thing uh why real wasabi is so expensive and yeah um one tip that that they talk about in in the show is making sure that the wasabi is grated in front of you and again that you're only really gonna deal with this um you're only really gonna experience this if you go to like a proper sushi restaurant like not not rotating sushi no 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 kaiten sushi is not real sushi like if like you have a sushi chef in front of you making the sushi for you like you know um of course like asking if you're into something you got all the ingredients laid out in front of you watching them grind one point watching them grind up the sushi right uh the, not the sushi the wasabi right in front of your face then that's real wasabi you know on occasion i've been treated to go to um those type of places with by japanese people you know um and it's been a experience you can really taste the difference in wasabi versus packaged wasabi um also, uh, I would say one, one important tip that a Japanese person told me and which I would really stress for you to you, um, excuse me, sorry about that. A little burp for the audio people. Uh, but, um, uh, important point. If you do go to a sushi restaurant, someone has told me this, do not, and I repeat, do not wear any cologne or perfume. Don't do it. Actually, sometimes I've heard that they won't let you in if you do that, right? Because, um, I don't know if I've said this before on this podcast, but because um, I've, I've been told very explicitly by Japanese people that, you know, eating sushi in a proper sushi restaurant is an experience you know for this it's not just you're eating it it's the aroma it's the taste it's everything right you know the atmosphere of the place so um it's kind of a very sterile environment is is kind of what it feels like to go into a proper sushi place like going to a, a rotating sushi place and going into like a proper sushi place is completely different the atmosphere the layout um 
you know, the volume is just completely different, right? Like, so it's, you're like in a fucking clean room. <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's what it kind of feels like. You're in like a clean room of a factory or something, you know, making micro, they were just making microchips in the back <laughs> something for you, um, you know, because cause it, it kind of feels that way. Like, you know, the air feels very crisp and dry, um, depending on the place, the floor, the atmosphere, the way people talk, the volume level. So, there should be, you know, basically, if you, I've never really thought about this deep, but everything is kind of focused on you being able to completely experience the food. So, you know, everything is kind of taken out of of the elements so that you are actually able to, you know, in a clean kind of crispy environment, enjoy the food, the the, the taste of the flavors, the smells of those, the delicacies, the the delicacies the delicacies the nuances of everything right um it's just kind of slightly heightened you know but again it's not like overbearing it's, it's slightly heightened so if you have like perfume or cologne that dampens your senses right that covers the smell of the food not only for you but for the other patrons of, of the place because you're probably you know especially before corona you're going to be in close quarters of other people somewhat right so if you walk in there with your fucking perfume or cologne on like, you know, that interferes with everything, you know, so um, they don't really allow people with perfume in or cologne in. So you might think you're going to a, a fancy place and you want to dress up, you want to spladoosh some whatever the whatever the fuck, but don't do it. Just don't do it. Right. You you shouldn't be, you know, and you shouldn't be smelled <laughs> you know, one way or another, good or bad, like you shouldn't be smelled walking in there. So um, just keep that in mind. It's a, it's a big kind of thing and it could cause a big incident, you know. And remember, sushi chefs at a higher level, they have pride in themselves, in their shop, in the atmosphere, in the experience of their guests a lot more than rotating sushi places. So, um, yeah, you can get embarrassed, basically, <laughs> is what I've been told, like, you know, so, so, and you can embarrass your host if you think about it that way as well, right, and you don't want to do that, you don't want to be the fucking asshole, you know, don't be the asshole, don't stand out, okay, uh, so yeah, check out the wasabi joint, all right, the last one I'm going to talk about is drugs, 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 and I'm going to get out of here, so, um, one of the, art things, I think the last art link, um, I posted was just before recording, hmm, was about this dumbass teacher, this dumbass. I think he was an English teacher, American dude who just got popped for fucking smuggling cannabis oil in Japan. Like you stupid motherfucker! And this motherfucker was pushing weight too. He was pushing like I think he had like I forgot a few kilos of cannabis oil, and I'm just like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? Like, hmm. And the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, perception is reality, right? Perception is very much reality, but your perception doesn't always match the reality of the situation. And, and and I've talked to people, I've been around people in Japan who think it's just weed. It's not that big of a deal. And, you know, I'm not trying to be like the don't do drugs kind of guy and stuff like that because, you know, I know somebody who used to smoke a lot of weed. 
<laughs> you know, a good friend of mine in the past used to smoke a lot of weed, you know, when, <laughs> you know, back in the day. And um, so, you know, that person gets it. You know, I get it, too. I get it. In the third person, I get it, you know, um, but but uh, but in Japan, it's just not worth it, man. It's just not worth it because you for you, it might be something that might be natural. It might be, you know, cool. It might be not a big deal for you, but Japan don't play that shit. So, you know, you have to be willing to just understand that that's what you're stepping into and it's better for you to just avoid i've seen pop stars and 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 fucking you know celebrities and stuff like that the police kick down their goddamn door for got a few fucking you know seeds and shit like i mean and now the, the laws are kind of funny here it's okay to have seeds of weed it's okay to have a cbd cbd fuck i forgot like you know none oils that don't CBCB, not CBDC. CBDC is goddamn central bank digital currencies. Um, I've been re reading too much economics recently. Um, you know, the cabin, cabinoids, cabin, cannabinoids, whatever the fuck that shit is. Like, I, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, you know, I sound like such a fucking square, but whatever. <laughs> um, but you know the fuck I'm talking about. You know, that is fine, right? I've actually been to a shop that sells it no problem but you need to understand the law and you need to understand like what side of the law um your activities are on and you also need to understand that if the japanese police catch you they're gonna lock your ass up like the legal system here when they catch you and some shit they don't fuck around right and so this guy like he's gonna be gone for a while there's no coming back from that buddy you gonna see ya you're gonna be in jail for several years you know especially the amount that he, he was distributing or doing something he's probably working with the yakuza or something probably but i don't know why the fuck like he would even think that it was okay to move that amount like he, you know they found a couple liters of cannabis oil in this guy's house like you know dude he was i don't know he must have been in some shit with with because you can't you can't just be a foreign person dealing with that amount of weight of of, of cannabis oil in japan or cannabis or whatever the fuck in japan without having some connections to um illicit groups let me say that right so that dude must have got caught up in some shit pretty much and if you think about my previous episode that's what i said you gotta watch who you be around here you know because you know some people you think might be cool and then you say yeah cool i'll do this i'll do that no problem it makes a little money next thing you know you're gonna spend some time in jail and end up like that dude in the movie that the, that shitty ass like netflix movie the outsider <laughs> um but but whatever 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 so you know not only that again trust me i can't stress enough like just don't oh gosh it sounds like a commercial don't do it guys <laughs> okay at least in japan don't do it okay um but a few other things similar thing graffiti it might not seem like a big deal to you it will land your ass in jail here if you get caught just don't do it and especially if there's a foreign person who got an ad here i've covered it uh i think several years ago you know it might not seem like a big deal to you but a foreign person spray painting the side of the building they will come for your ass okay like just it's not worth it man um we we talked about other types of drugs i think i've shared some stories about that not directly first person stuff but what i've heard what i've seen just don't do it man okay um stealing any type of stealing on any level 
it's completely not worth it. You know, stealing bicycles, stealing stuff from a supermarket, stealing, you know, whatever, walking through the train gates. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I've done it on a drunk night. Like when I first got here, fucking idiot. Like I could have seriously, the police officer saw me. I could have no joke, went to jail. I would have disappeared. The podcast would never happen. Just don't do it. Like it just depends on like, you know, the police officer sees you what time of the day and you being a foreign person. A lot of times like doing stupid shit like that, they might just be like, okay, fuck it. Take this guy to the fucking police station. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you. Sometimes it depends on the situation. You might get away with it, but it's just, you should just follow the law here. Fighting is another one thing. You, you, you know, you're not, you're in a, you're in a no win situation. Like if you're fighting with a Japanese person and the police come around, whether they assault you or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so just don't escalate those situations if you can handle it, because as far as the law is concerned, you are at a distinct disadvantage. Right. And Japanese people aren't generally speaking, aren't really going to be like trying to test you anyway. So you can let your guard down here. If you're in any place where you need to let your have your guard up, you really don't need to be in that place. Like I've been in a few places where they were kind of shady. I mean, you know, the first place I talk about with the bottle, I think that was just my perception because I had just be, came from America. You know, the place was a bit dark and a, a bit, you know, know a bit more rugged but knowing what i know now i was completely fine in that place right you know i've been in hip-hop clubs where if i transplanted that to america i would be like oh shit somebody might try and jump me up in here but you know in japan i'll go there dolo no problem whatsoever right and, and i think you can have the same thing as well there's been only one night i i was out in shinjuku and i went i, I remember this very clearly and i went into this um it was this chain bar that i used to go to and I, first time I went to the one in shibuya in kabukicho i think with one of my friends we were out late at night doing something and i was just like looking around like oh shit this the vibe here is really not that good we were there for like five minutes we were like looking around like all right this is kind of like zombie movie weird let's get the fuck out of here and you know like that's why i don't hang out in shinjuku or ikabukuro because like the type of spots that i used to or I'm like, i don't hang out anywhere anymore but you know the type of spots i used to hang out with and again if you want to hang out in those spots it's cool totally cool but i'm just telling you like me my vibe my personality like you know um it didn't really flow with the type of shit that you that, that i was on at that time so so but again just again don't do it that's all i can say like you know just follow the fucking law follow the rules don't be an asshole when you come here man like it's just not worth it there's there's so you know there's so many ways to experience japan so many fun interesting things that you can do you know don't be a fucking junkie like you know just don't <laughs> i'm sorry just don't be a fucking junkie i've met people here who, i mean they're not like shooting up heroin or anything like that but like do you have to do ecstasy here? Like, do you have to get high here? Like, can you not just hold it? Like, come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the type of person, like, I like to have control over myself, my body, what I do. But, like, so... I don't really, you know, get the urge for psychological or chemical dependency like that. You know, um... I mean, if you're not, like, a full-on junkie, then... Why do you feel the need to, to, I don't know, whatever. I'm not, I, I, I just can't relate to it. That's just me, my personality. So um, if, if you're on the other side of that and you really love getting high, go to a country where it's cool to get high. Like don't, you know, or just stop by Japan for a little bit and don't get high here. Like 
that's all I can say. I mean, unless you're a fucking celebrity or a rapper or something like that, where you have like people who will actually take care of all that shit for you. But like otherwise, man, it's just not even worth it. That's all I can say. And th- and that's how I'll end this joint. Okay, so um, episode one sixty two in the books. I'm gonna go finish my movie, and I will holler at y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>